Hey, how's it going, everyone? Your host, Dean Kloiri here. And uh, today's episode of Tech Talks had a great guest. Uh, my guest was uh, Ariz Kadri, who's an Agile Lean Transformation Coach. We spoke about uh, the role of an Agile Coach, Agile in general. What it is, is, is it an actual uh, you know, methodology? Is it a mindset? Uh, we covered uh, best practices, challenges, and a whole whole variety of topics uh, in this space. Uh, and we also opened up the floor to uh, live questions where Ari shared so much additional great information about this topic. So uh, make sure you check it out. And if you want to tune into my weekly live streams, uh, I have uh, my tech talks on Tuesdays. Wednesdays is my uh, weekly tips segment where I, I go on and talk about job search tips and advice. And then on Thursdays is my job search chat where I speak, where I invite uh, other job search experts to come on the show and speak about, uh, you know, their perspective on things. Uh, feel free to check out my website for more information. It'll be in the description for this pro- podcast. Uh, my website is www.deancoolabira.com. Without further ado, enjoy and I hope you get some great information out of this. All right, and we are live, uh, folks. Let me know if, uh, if uh, for those of you tuning in, uh, if you can hear me and see me okay before we get this thing started. And let me know in the comments who you are, where you're tuning in from. I'd love to hear hear uh, where you're coming in, where you're uh, tuning in from. All right, so today's se- today's session is going to be uh, one that I've been tr- I've been meaning to do for a while. I really wanted to invite a guest. Uh, who's an expert in the agile space, and and um, I'm, I'm going to be introducing my my uh, today's guest shortly, uh, but I'm just going to check if all is good at my end, and it does look like I am live now. So let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments uh, who you are, which which city you're from. I'm I'm sure most of you are from uh, right here in Toronto. Uh, so yeah, so we got Srinivas is in the house from Toronto. Thanks so much for tuning in, Srinivas. Uh, folks, let us let everyone know uh, where you're from, where you're tuning in from, and. As I always say, if you're open to networking, it's always a great opportunity for all of you to network with each other, uh, as well as uh, with my guests, of course, today. Uh, so let, let, let us know in the comments if you're open to networking. All of you folks should be connecting with each other and, and growing your connections, right? Uh, so Srinivash is in from Toronto. Anybody else? Anybody else uh, tuning in? Don't be shy. Put in the comments. Uh, we got uh, Justleen. Justleen is a scrum master from Toronto. Thanks so much for tuning in, Justleen. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, who else is here? Who else is in the house? From GTA. Ahilan is from the GTA. Our, our, awesome. Sounds good, Ahilan. Thanks so much for tuning in. We got Davey. Hey, Davey. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, so uh, before we get this thing started, folks, and definitely keep uh, keep letting me, letting me know in the comments uh, where you're tuning in from. So just to give you a heads up. So every week I do three live shows. So on Tuesdays, I do my Tech Talks uh, segment, and it's usually a live live show. And on Wednesdays, actually, let me let me show you the the whole uh, setup here. Uh, so yeah, on on uh, on Tuesdays, I do my tech talks with the tech recruiter, which is today's episode. Uh, so my guest uh, Ariz Kadri is my guest today, uh, who I'm going to be introducing shortly. On Wednesdays, I, I go live uh, myself. I do a weekly job search tips segment where I talk about you know various job search tips and topics. And then on Thursdays is my job search chat with the tech recruiter, where I bring in uh, job search experts in the space. Uh, to speak about various job search areas. So, right. So make sure you tune in, uh, mark your calendars and, and just be aware or just visit my profile if you're not sure uh, when or where I'm going live. And uh, definitely appreciate all of you who have been tuning in. Now, a uh, quick shout out to everyone tuning in from Facebook. I don't want to f- forget all my Facebook people. So thanks so much for tuning in. And of course, those of you uh, wonderful people from right here in LinkedIn as well. So we got some more comments. We got Arvind, who is a database developer from GTA. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in, Arvind. Appreciate that. 
Naman is from Toronto. We got Ashish. Hey, Ashish, nice to see you here. Uh, we got Lara from Toronto. Um, uh, Lara, thanks so much for tuning in. And we got Venkata from Andhra Pradesh, India, and Open and Networking. Wow, Venkata, all the way from India. India's in the house, folks. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, uh, Venkata. I appreciate that. So, uh, folks, um, uh, let's let's get right into it. I know we're about two minutes early, but uh, I'm I'm gonna you know give you an introduction regarding my guest and and what we're gonna be speaking about today. Again, again, very exciting topic today is we're gonna be speaking about agile. Uh, we got Sahaj. Uh, Sahaj, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate your comment. So um, today's topic, folks, and, and my guest today is Ariz Kadri, right, who is a uh, an enterprise agile coach and a professional agile trainer. And he's worked with multiple clients within the financial space, helping enterprise program and team transformations. And he's worked with different agile frameworks and helped not only enterprises attain business agility, but also individuals who are part of software development teams evolve and adopt the agile mind mindset. Uh, and, and just as a side note, I always hear, you know, people who, who, who have a good, strong knowledge of agile, they always say, Dean, it's not just like some kind of a methodology or process. It's a mindset. It's a mindset, right? So uh, that's something that, that, that really stands out to me whenever, whenever I'm speaking to experts in this space. Uh, a few more comments. We got uh, Magush from Toronto. Thanks for tuning in. Nandini uh, says she's planning to give Scrum Master certification and want to become a Scrum Master. Uh, from Mississauga. All right, Mississauga in the house. Thanks so much, Nandini, for tuning in. And we got Danya from Toronto as well. Thanks so much, Danya, for tuning in. So without further ado, folks, I'm going to bring in my amazing guest today. Um, and uh, so everyone give a warm welcome to Ariz. Let him know, uh, you know, give him a warm welcome in the comments and uh, make sure you make him feel welcome. Hey, Ariz, how's it going? Hey, Dean, how are you? Good, good, good. Thanks. I was really Thank looking forward to today's conversation. Appreciate it. You're welcome. My pleasure. Uh, so, and and for those of you who, uh, if this is your first time uh, tuning in, my name is Dean Kulawira. I'm 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 a recruiter in the tech space, and today's guest is uh, my guest Ariz Kadri, who is uh, an expert in the agile space. And we're going to be speaking about agile today, right? Uh, now, uh, for those of you, uh, you know, in the comments, you know, uh, let us know any agile com uh, agile questions you have. Ariz is going to be answering all the questions uh, at some point. Uh, but before we continue, Ariz, uh, did I miss anything regarding yourself and your, your background? I know you're a very dynamic guy, so uh, uh, can you tell the viewers more about yourself? Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I think you covered pretty much everything, Dean. Um, okay. So I, I've been, uh, you know, it's been about six, seven years now. I've been working in the space. Um, started my career as a BA. So for all right. the BAs out there, transitioned right. into like team lead, project management, delivery manager, Moved into Agile um, about six years ago, and you know, just here um, of So uh, yeah, so uh, started off, uh, you know, uh, as a team member, moved in uh, to the role of a Scrum Master, and then eventually sort of progressed and sort of, you know, uh, worked as a Chief Scrum Master with multiple teams, and then right. coaching, training. The whole nine yards, right? So that's the history. And um, so, primarily, I've uh, I've always worked as a consultant. I'm currently also working as a consultant um, uh, with a client. Unfortunately, I can't disclose who the client is, but uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I work with a client in the states. Uh, so um, that's what I'm doing. But I'm from here and from Mississauga. So whoever that was from Mississauga, hey, 
<laughs> awesome. So Mississauga is definitely in the house today, it's folks. So. Out, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So, so I mean, Ari, and before we uh, we continue, Aris, for those of you interested in learning more about Aris and his uh, his 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 company and his uh, his consulting firm, I believe Aris, the you said the website is www. Is it leanagilist.com? Dot net. Dot net. Okay. So www.leanagilist.net. Um, so, and I'll, I'll put that in the, in the comments, uh, later, or I'll put it in a banner later on, uh, you know, as we're continuing the conversation. Uh, but now before we get into talking about, so, you know, the, the, the whole role of like agile and also an agile coach mm -hmm. for the non it viewers are, is like, uh, can you tell us like, what exactly does it mean when it people say agile? Like everyone's like agile, this agile, that. So for the non-technical people who are curious yeah. tuning in, can you explain what is agile? So, so first of all, I mean, uh, like, like you mentioned it in your introduction, agile is a mindset, right? Um, but uh, it's it's for some reason there's there's a misconception that it's sort of constrained just to restricted just to IT. But agile is about agility. So it's all the way from the enterprise level down to the team level, regardless whether it's IT, non-IT. You know, you have agile. You, could, you know, agile, agility is being practiced in sales, HR, operations. Um, uh, you know, recruitment companies are using agile. So it's, 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 it's a mindset. It's a way of doing things. It's, it's, it's basically, it's a mental model that we look at transitioning from a traditional way. Uh, mm. we call it the traditional way, uh, the waterfall, uh, waterfall way. Waterfall way. Yeah. To, to an agile, uh, more progressive and new sort of way of doing things. Right. So mm. that's, that that's basically the definition of agile, right? And and it is a verb, by the way. It's a verb, and it's uh, a verb, okay. Yeah, we should not be looking at it as a noun. Uh, so, right. Um, it, you know, it's 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 something which relates to adapt uh, adaption, right? Being able right, okay. to adapt to new changes. So anything that you do, and you're able to adapt to uh, with the oncoming changes, and with the with the market changes and the trends. You're agile. Okay. Okay. Principle work. So there's not a methodology. So uh, you know, people say it's a methodology. It's really not a methodology. It's just a way of doing things. In a, in a okay. So okay. So, right. Okay. Okay. That, that 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 makes sense. So would you say I so so would you say I guess I I, I would consider myself kind of agile because I don't do too much editing on my videos. I just do it. I put it out there and I and I like is that kind of agile or? I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Is it okay? Okay. Because you're 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 adapting based on you know as your work comes along and you're you're improvising on things, and right. you know you're not spending too much time. Uh, so if I, if I reference it to IT, you're not spending too much time writing requirements, <laughs> okay, okay. all that stuff. So you're just you know doing things on the fly and getting things out to your clients, right? To your to your viewers. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. I just just yeah. wanted to check. All right. You're, you're, you're all out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So, so, um, Aris, I mean, what is it? So, you know, you, uh, you describe yourself as a lean transformation or, or agile transformation expert. Like, so what does mean, what is meant by, uh, like, what is that? What is lean transformation or what is agile transformation? Uh, why do such projects come about? So, uh, you know, if you look at the last time I read, uh, it was an article from 2019, right? 90% of fortune 500 companies, 90%. Have transitioned to agile delivery. Now I'm talking oh, wow. okay. software related, right? Um, so a lot of companies now, when they're transitioning to to agile delivery, they are actually, um, you know, they 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 are looking at at creating a certain type of framework within that enterprise or their organization for teams to follow, right? right? 
although agile, like you know, we know, we talk about agile, it's it's being more adaptive. But there are a lot of larger corporations they prefer having some form of a framework, some form of a uh, sort of a delivery mechanism or methodology that they would prefer. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the companies are sort of are, are transitioning to that, right? right? And even smaller companies like development shops and stuff like that that are, you know, not Fortune 500, non-public companies, about 70% of them are actually agile now. Their methodology oh. is agile. And the other 30% are following suit. So it, it, it just created a, a, a need for a role for agile coaches, scrum masters, um, you know, transformation experts to, to come in and actually help not just the enterprise, but also at the team level. So you got individuals from, from employees all the way to the organization, and the mindset of the organization, the strategy of the organization needs to sort of move towards this, this agility thing, right? Right. So therefore, the the adoption and the whole transfer, the need for transformation for these companies. Because let's look at an example of banks here, right? We have banks, 150, 200 year old banks. They've been doing things for 150 years in a certain way. Yeah, right? yeah. And you can't, it's not just a switch that you just sort of turn on and everyone's agile and everyone's thinking in a certain point <laughs> there, right? So, uh, and therefore people like myself and other experts come in and we provide these, um, a transformation strategy and sort of, you know, hold their hands and walk them through this whole transition. Got it. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, um, and I guess, which brings me to the next question are is like, uh, in, in terms of what is the role of an agile coach? Like when I, when I think of, you know, any, when, anytime I hear that the term coach, yeah. like I, I think about, I think about, you know, the, the boxing movies, you know, the boxes are in the ring. There's a coach on the side saying, Hey, yeah, hit him with the left, hit him with the right. Like, is that kind of like what an agile coach does? Or like, can, can you tell us more about that? Very similar. Cause the, the, <laughs> okay. the term coach and the coach, I mean, you don't have to be a software developer uh, to, right, to be right. a coach. You don't need to be a tester or have those technical skills that are needed, right? Okay. Um, basically, as an agile coach, our role is is actually to to look at what the client wants mm. and look at their agenda and 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 kind of take it from a current state to an end state of what's needed to be done. Okay. And then we set up. You know, we work with everyone within the organization. Anybody who has any sort of ownership, even in a line of code, becomes part of our um, our, um, our our uh, our our coaching um, team, right? Right. Okay. Right from like stakeholders, the business owners, VP level people, uh, to team members, developers, architects, testers, you know, QA automation people, uh, POs, uh, I mean, product owners, business analysts, anybody involved in the software development process is, uh, you know, we're the ones we, we sort of work with them and we help them transition to what the client wants. Right, right? okay. So as a coach, uh, you know, we don't go in and sort of dictate what needs to get done. We try mm -hmm. to understand what the needs of the organization are. Why are they transitioning to Agile, number one? What's, what's, yeah, okay. Where do, they want, where do they want to see their teams be, right? What are they trying to accomplish? And based on that, we create our sort of coaching plan and working with uh, uh, different departments and individuals and, and the teams and the organization okay gotcha gotcha so so uh, aris i mean so how how, how does um like how did this role of agile coach come about like like when did the organization start actually saying okay we really do need like an agile coach to help out this like is there like some kind of a, a line that's drawn where okay at this point we need to have an agile coach or not or uh, what are your thoughts on that sure yeah so uh as as the teams grow Okay, 
Um, so as you know, that we have Scrum Masters who are dedicated to specific teams. Okay? Right, yeah. One Scrum Master per team. Sometimes you have two, three Scrum Masters uh, per, per team. So depending on how, how they, uh, they, um, they, they set it up. But as, as the uh, development teams grow and as the organization requires more sort of coordination, okay, they require people like us to come in and be able to sort of, you know, coordinate between the teams, the programs, and the enterprise. Because the vision right, comes from the enterprise, right? And it's executed by the teams. Got so it, yeah. who's going to bridge, bridge that gap, right? Number two, you come in as a, as a third eye. Right, uh, you know, mm -hmm. working within an organization, you only see the strengths. Sometimes you don't understand the weaknesses, which you know that's why consultants come in to actually ah, I see. where they okay. what the problems are, what the gaps are, and we come in and sort of provide um, guidance on you know how we can sort of bridge that gap between between the organization's vision and where the execution is. Okay, got it. And also, uh, if certain organizations are following certain frameworks and you're an expert on that framework, so you come in and help implement that framework for them. Gotcha. So Ari is like, in most cases, based on what you're saying, like the agile coaches, they're usually like someone external to the organization that's brought in. Uh, is that the case? Or are there like actual internal agile coaches as well? Or No, there's a, there's a lot of internal agile coaches. Okay, okay. There's a lot of uh, full-time employees who are agile coaches. So it's a combination of external and, and internal, right? But then there's this there's this positives and negatives to that too. Yeah, now, yeah. Because it's always evolving, right? I mean, you our goal is to sort of lead teams to a certain level of performance and maturity, right? Yeah. So just look at it as a as a basketball uh, coach, right? Without the coach, the team the team's doing well with the coach. You remove the coach, the performance starts dipping. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you need a coach back in to motivate them and say, hey, guys, you know, this is what you need to do and, you know, get back on track. So the right. agile coaches, they, they focus a lot on that and, and, and kind of, you know, kind of create that consistency in the performance uh, of uh, for, the, for, for the teams and for the businesses because, you know, things happen. We sort of lose track of what we're trying to do, um, as, you know, as an organization and, you know, we try to go back to the old way. So all the work that you've done, moving them from, you know, the traditional way to the new way, right? Yeah. Now people slowly start moving back to the traditional way if that guidance is not constantly there, right? And therefore the agile right. is always there to sort of lead and guide. And new projects keep coming up, new products keep coming up with mm -hmm. new applications. So the agile coaches will place on these different projects and uh, and and products that are that are being developed by the by the company. Okay, got you, got you. So, yeah. Aris, you mentioned you mentioned that there's you know obviously pluses and minuses between being like an internal you know agile coach that's actually you know full time uh, employee versus someone coming in from the outside. What's your personal take on that? Do you have a preference for one over the other? Like, if, if it's okay for me to ask you that? No, sure. I mean, I might you know if you look at my um, if you look at my resume, um, I've always been a consultant, right? Yeah. Okay. So I prefer, for me um, as a um, consultant, I feel I bring more value. Because I go mm -hmm. in, I do my job, I get the job done, and I move out, right? right. The, the, the whole idea is, is in, in Agile, especially with IT teams, is to have these teams be independent and self, you know, be able to manage themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Once we get them to that level, uh, pretty much like 90% of your job is done as a coach. Oh, I see. Okay. Right? So that's when the full-time sort of coaches come in and kind of you know, maintain that consistency. So it depends what the person wants to do. You want to be a full-time coach. You want that, that uh, 
you know, that, that culture and having that, those colleagues for lifetime colleagues you're working with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Benefits and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, obviously as a consultant, you're looked at, you know, you're kind of looked at as an outsider coming in. Right. Right. Then your goal is to get the job done as soon as possible. And of course, there's monetary benefits to, you know, being an external coach versus a full-time. Yes, yes. I know that. So there's, <laughs> it, it all depends on, on the individual and what their goal is, what they want to do, and how they want to kind of evolve, right? Myself, I get right. very fast. <laughs> okay, okay. So, you know, about a year, year and a half into something, that's it. I need something new to do because um, I feel that I've kind of, you know, accomplished what I'm, I'm, I was there to do. So I try, I try to sort of move on. Okay, okay. So there's positive. No, you, you, got it. No, I, I mean, I totally understand that because, you know, at my end as a recruiter, like I've always worked on the staffing agency side because, again, like if I worked at one organization, I believe I would also get kind of bored. Uh, so the agency side of things, so I totally understand that because then I'm working on different types of roles, different types of organizations. Absolutely. So in your case, you probably have like – 15 different roles from 15 different accounts, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. One person at one company and you're working on two roles for that specific company. And yeah, yeah. It. So it just depends on your drive and what you want to do. Um, but, you know, a lot of companies are dynamic. They're just evolving constantly, right? There are a number of products that they're coming up with, especially yeah. in the environment, the number of projects that just, just keep coming. So it, it is exciting being a full-time person too uh, within an yeah. organization if they keep moving you uh, to different projects and different teams. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, and for uh, folks, for those of you watching, I do see that we have some questions and comments. So definitely keep the questions and comments coming in. Uh, we have a question here from uh, Rizwana Narvel, uh, who asks, how do you differentiate between change managers and agile coaches? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so agile coaches are, are um, in a way, they're change managers. Because you are managing that change, that transition, right, from traditional to to progressive to new, right? Right. So part of your job is not just training and and walking the uh, the teams to to an agile way. Is also managing that whole change process, right? Um, but what I have experienced in larger organizations, especially with financial institutions and all, they have their own change departments. So we work mm. very closely with these change departments, right? And they're constantly in the loop on what the changes are and you know they they, they work that whole uh, you know the, the, the formal whatever strain change process that they work with within their organization because they already have the process uh, sort of inked up and they're you know they, they follow that that protocol that they have to do for change but we definitely we work as a change agent it just depends on the organization is how much of a change agent are you going to be within that organization got it got it okay uh, so, Rizwana, thanks for your question. Hope that answers uh, the question. Uh, I do see some other other questions here. So, Nandini and Silesh, uh, you, you're asking some career questions. So, we're going to get into the career part uh, of, of, of the whole uh, conversation, Nandini and Silesh. So, I'll, I'll answer your questions. That I'll have Ari's answer your questions at that point. All right. But, yeah, keep the questions and comments coming in, folks, uh, and, and we'll continue the discussion. So, uh, Ari's, I mean, how do you define success as an Agile coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's um, – so, Dean, like, you know, to me, success, I'm, I'm, once again, this is my perspective. Yeah. Every coach has their own uh, perspective of, of what is success. For me, success is sort of delivering what my what the client has asked me to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? So whatever our agenda has been with the client, if I've delivered that uh, that agenda to the client, that, that's success for me. Right. 
Okay. Okay, makes sense. I mean, fair, fair, fair point. Uh, and to- totally agree with that as well. Uh, and uh, and as an agile coach, Ari, like on a day to day basis, like what what would you say are some key challenges uh, one can face as an agile coach, and how, how does how does one navigate those challenges? So a lot of a lot of challenges. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that it's an easy job being a scrum master or an agile coach, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, you know, it's it's a it's a you know it's it's a job which requires a lot of um, Back and forth communication with people. You, you know, when you're especially when you're sort of trying to bring in change, implement changes. There's a lot of resistance, right, at, right. at all levels, right. Now, the one of the key components of uh, agile is, is decentralizing decisions. Mm-hmm. So imagine the person sitting on the top, and next thing you say, "Hey, organization is going to go agile. Um, <laughs> let, you know, let the guys on the team, uh, let the people at the team level make your decision." Right? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, they, they, that sense of losing power, control, yeah. right, over your teams, over your projects and stuff. So there's a lot of resistance there. Within the team, even within the team, there's a lot of resistance because they're used to doing things in a certain way, right? So mm-hmm. every time there's change, there's a lot of resistance. So it's just maneuvering through the resistance. That's, that's, that's a big challenge. Uh, you know, you, you need to be very diplomatic. You need to know how to handle situations. Uh, you need to be a people person in order to be a successful yeah, okay. coach. Right. Okay. You know, a lot of, uh, in my experience, I've you know seen a lot of agile coaches, done a lot of courses. They become agile coaches, but they they lack empathy, right? They they, uh, they lack that people skill. Right, and, right. And you know, and therefore, you know, they can't be successful because if you don't understand people, you're not able to empathize with them. You will not be able to be successful. So I would say, you know, having empathy, using a servant leader type of a. Um, relationship with uh, with your teams and your business owners and all uh, that that will help you make uh, help you be successful and being able to overcome the resistance right very very right. and resistance is one of the largest the biggest challenge because not everybody's on board mm-hmm. the CEO would send out a memo saying hey guys from now on we're all going to go agile the organization is going to be agile but not everybody's on board right so yeah you go in as an agile coach you start the process, but then you realize that you know ninety percent of the people don't even want that change, uh-huh. right? So that's that's one of the big challenge. So that's a huge challenge. Okay, got it, got it. So um, now moving on to kind of uh, you know, and and you've already kind of mentioned some best practices. Are is anything you can add in terms of you know what are some best practices that you feel agile coaches uh, should be practicing? Okay. So uh, I like to steer away from the term best practices because that makes us more traditional than waterfallish. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, okay. You know, you're not you. You remove the uh, the adaptability and being fluid out of the whole equation when you know. You ah, got it. Okay. Practices, uh, but some of the things uh, very important are don't try to be the boss. Mm. You know, once again, you walk in there. These are people you've never worked with before. Uh, you are you are a change agent, right? So do not go in with your own agenda, right? right. Uh, go in with your client's agenda. So don't go in with your own agenda. Hey, I'm here. Pull up the whip and try to start whipping people. And say, <laughs> we need to do this. Is what we need to do. And by tomorrow, I want this thing done, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you will crash and burn, guaranteed, okay. right? I've seen a lot of coaches, scrum masters get fired uh, in the first three four months because of this because of the attitude, right? Wow! Really? Wow! Yeah, definitely. And it's and then it's, it's by the way, there's a lot of a lot of churn rate right within this uh, within our um, agile coach and scrum master um, uh, community. 
And, and, and Interesting, okay. Primarily it's because of the attitude, right? So okay, you're being okay. tempted to make changes. Um, don't try to be the boss. Use, uh, use a servant leader um, um, approach. Empathize with the people and take it slow, right? Mm -hmm. Change is not going to happen tomorrow. So just take it slow. Introduce small things with it. Whatever changes you want to do, you know, you have your whole agenda that you want to do, but introduce small changes, right? That reduces right. the resistance, um, gets people to accept what you're saying, your, your message that you're trying to deliver. Um, so that's 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 some some of the things that uh, you, know, you want to sort of be cognizant of when you're on a project as a, as a coach and a scrum master. By the way, I do not I do not differentiate a lot between a coach and a scrum master, right? Because okay. we're doing the same job. It's the only difference is at, as a coach, you're just doing it at a, a bit different level, and a scrum mm -hmm. master is more at team level. But the job is the same. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Uh, now, in terms of uh, you know, from a career perspective, uh, for for those of the view, those viewers who might have an interest in in becoming an agile coach, how does one become an agile coach, uh, Aris? And what does that career path look like? Like, what are the prerequisites? Any certifications you can recommend? Like, what what what, what does the career path look like? So, hands-on experience is of course the key, um, mm -hmm. and the more you experience, I mean, like you you know, you said I'm an expert in agile. Honestly, I'm, I don't consider myself an expert in agile because every okay. project you go to. It's a just a different animal. You know what I mean? Different, right, right, okay. Different things happening, uh, different ways of doing things. So you're you're as a coach, you're also learning and you're adapting to these new environments that you're in. So every right. time you go somewhere, you're actually learning things, um, which is which is a really great thing uh, because you're you're kind of you know increasing your knowledge base on 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 how things are done, right? Um, but career-wise, I would say the first and foremost is being part of the agile team. Which pretty much everybody working in IT as a developer or, or a QA or an architect, anybody part of the development team, and working within an, an, uh, an agile environment, is that the first step? Because they have a base understanding of what agile is and what are the expectations of, right? Right. Um, you know, um, transitioning into this role, you may want to sort of um, have a mentor, right? Say, hey, you know, I want to learn a lot. I want to learn more about agile. Maybe your current Scrum Master on your team, you could say, hey, I want to learn a lot more from you. Make them your mentor, learn things from them. Base certifications are, are sort of, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, uh, it makes you an Agilist or a successful um, uh, Agilist. But yeah, I mean, as a, as, a, as a job hunter, yeah, you need a basic, at least a Scrum Master uh, certification. Or if you're trying to be a product owner, have a product owner certification. Right. And because of the agility in, in different uh, uh, divisions and, and, and business units, there's, there's certifications for everything. There's, there's mm -hmm. HR, by the way, you, you know. That's oh, really? Okay. Absolutely. Interesting. There's certification for Agile for HR, right? Okay. There's agile for developers. There's Agile for architects. Uh, there's Agile for testers. So every field has a, a certification, right? So you may want to get that certification based on what you do, just to get a better understanding, right? And as your part mm -hmm. of the team and sort of your your work and your role evolves, you can you know, and you know things open up. You can definitely you know talk to people within the organization or the hiring manager. Say, hey, you know, I've been with the team for X amount of time. I got my certification. Um, I know the Scrum Master role. I've been a mentee or I've been sort of um, you know watching the Scrum Master. And a lot of times, you know, with Scrum, especially with uh, uh, Scrum development teams, right? Following mm. the technology, 
The Scrum Master is not always um, with the team. So generally someone within right. the team takes that role. So let's say, you know, your daily stand-up meetings, right? Uh, as any team member can do that, facilitate that meeting. Yeah. Right? So if you volunteer and you do those things, you sort of become part of that role, right? Because you're okay, okay. the responsibilities on a daily basis. Right, right, right. So just slowly sort of evolved in that. And once again, it's experience, experience, experience. Every time there's new challenges, new things. So just learn from that, learn to adapt, um, be very open-minded, be able to sort of, you know, you know, be, if you're trying to be a change agent, be able to change yourself first mm. right? and accept those changes. Um, and, uh, and, and I think it's just, you know, it's a matter of time that you just, just get better at, at the role and better, better at understanding things, right? Uh, because you need to understand things. If you're going to be a coach or a scrum master, you're going to be asked questions. Because as mm. a scrum master also, you're helping teams, you know, uh, transition to agile. You're, you're helping in their performance. You're making, trying to sort of transition them into being, uh, you know, high-performing teams. So they right. will ask you questions. So be ready, have that knowledge base that you're able to answer those questions. So do not transition into that role if you're not going to be able to sort of, you know, be able to lead and 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 be able to talk to your teams about agile, and you'll get questions right. left, right, and center, right? Because yeah, some people it's just new stuff, right? Yeah, and the minute you're not able to answer questions, you lose credibility, right? If you don't have yeah, any. that's right, yeah, yeah. So you know, strengthen your knowledge base, watch, there's a lot of videos out there, there's a lot of frameworks that you can, and it's free, right? You go online, you could go to Save, Framework, Less, Scrum at Scale, all information is online. So you can mm -hmm. up on all this stuff, increase your knowledge base, and do a certification or two, right? Just, just as, you know, because I know as recruiters, that's the first thing you're gonna look at is, are you certified or not? And it's yeah, yeah, right, right. That's your entry, right? That's your, to get your foot in the door. So do the certification and, you know, eventually just, just go into the role. Okay. Right. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. It's great, great tips. And, and I also like what you mentioned before also about uh, getting a mentor. I think that's definitely very important as well. Uh, so uh, some great tips there from Aris. Uh, so I do see some career related questions. So we're just going to go through some, uh, some of those questions, Aris. Yeah. So we got uh, Nandini says, I'm from non-IT, but I did master's in technology, entrepreneurship, and innovation in Canada. What's my opportunity once I finish my Scrum Master certification without any IT background? Uh, any thoughts on that, Aris? So that's a that's an excellent question. So a lot of uh, people generally think that a Scrum Master role, um, you need to have an IT background. So the answer is no. You uh, so nothing. You don't. You do not need an IT background to to move into a Scrum Master role. Uh, once again, agile. It's about uh, mindset. Scrum, uh, it's a methodology uh, that is being used within Agile. In, it's a delivery met methodology, right? So as a Scrum Master, your role is to take ownership of the process, the Scrum process, okay? So you need to understand that process very well. Once you do your certification, you will get that knowledge of what the, you know, what are the different events, ceremonies, what is the process in Scrum, so on and so forth, mm -hmm. right? So, um, and, you know, as I, as I mentioned earlier, find yourself a mentor or, you know, any job that you that you that you get in. I, I'll be very honest. It'd be very difficult for you to get into a, a scrum master position directly uh, without the experience. So try to find that those sources where you can actually go out and get some experience. 
as, as a scrum master or shadowing the scrum master and then sort of try to try to move into that role. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, uh, and uh, Nandini, hope that helps. And, and actually, uh, by the way, Nandini did have a follow-up question. So she asks, uh, other than Scrum Master certification, what are the tools we have to learn? Uh, anything you can add to that, Taris? Uh, Nandini, there's no tools as such. Um, you know, we in Agile, we're, we're more about the people rather than the tools and the processes. So once again, you know, um, if you're an introvert, um, you know, try to, you know, do things that you could sort of try to be a more extrovert person, be able to communicate better. It's all about communication, right? We, mm. Look at the waterfall way, uh, skill sets was on the top, and then came, you know, second was communication. With the event of Agile now, communication's on the top, skill set yeah. secondary. Because skill sets now, you know, with, with Agile, we believe that skill sets can be, can be, you know, you can, you can learn skills, right? Mm. It can be realized. Um, communications cannot, right? And as part of an Agile team, you're constantly communicating. You know, mm-hmm. there's a collaboration and the the, the different uh, meetings and stuff that happen, right? You're constantly talking. You need to be able to talk to your product owner. You need to be talk to be able to communicate and collaborate with your team members. So the first and foremost is communication, right? So, right. you know, uh, you need to sort of, uh, you know, improve your communication if you're sort of uh, having any issues with communication. Try to be a bit of a more of an extrovert, be able to talk to people. Um, and that, that, that hopefully should, 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 uh, should help you. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, appreciate that Aris and Nandini. Hope that answers your question. Great questions. Thanks for asking. Uh, and I have another question here from Mumita. So Mumita says, is the, is the job of agile coach only there until another development methodology comes in? So I guess she's at, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, no, um, there's, there's, there agile is here to stay guys okay just just to let you know all right um and it's proven uh in terms of um, the roi that companies have seen with agile projects or or being agile and delivering in an agile way so the roi is a proven fact um the number the amount of risk that companies in in it projects have has has reduced you know the morales of of uh, team members and uh staff has increased so Agile is here to say, uh, stay. Once again, um, I'm sorry, I forgot what was your name. It's it's not uh, Mumita. Yeah, yeah, Mumita. It's not a methodology. Okay, I, I need to stress this enough. It is a way of doing things. It's a mindset. There's different frameworks. Frameworks will come. Frameworks will go within Agile. Right. You're right. The Agile coach's role will still be there. Frameworks come. Frameworks go. But Agile's Agile is going to be there. Uh, but as an Agile coach, you just have to. Constantly, you have to be reading. You have to update yourself with the new frameworks that are that are there um, coming in the market, and just have an understanding of you know who's you know what are the different frameworks and what would work best in terms of um, an implementation that you would have to do with uh, with with a team or a client that you're working with. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Aris and and Mumita. Great question, by the way. And thanks for so much for asking. Hope that helps, uh, Mumita. Uh, we have another one here from Dania. So Danya says, uh, I've been working as a BA in India and looking for opportunities here. Does safe agile certification add value to my profile? And what other certifications are required to stand out of the crowd? Uh, excellent question. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm myself, I'm a safe trainer. So I'm a little biased here. Um, and I've done a lot of, uh, I've done a, 
a lot of uh, safe implementations and a lot of safe trainings. So definitely the safe certification, um, uh, whichever one you do, will stand out. Uh, once again, a lot of the Fortune 500, the large organizations, are <coughs> adopting SAFE as a framework. They just found that um, SAFE helps transitioning a lot easier from their traditional way of doing things, project management, to uh, to Agile. And SAFE provides that that sort of um, that governance that uh, large organizations, especially financial institutions, that they need to maintain mm. uh, to be compliant, right, with um, with SEC and IROC and all these other um, um, regulatory uh, compliance uh, bodies. Right. So definitely, SAFE is uh, is is an excellent uh, certification to have. Um, I think even within SAFE itself, there's so many different certifications you can do. You know, you have an, you have a Scrum Master, you have Advanced Scrum Master, you have a Project um, sorry Product Manager and a Product Owner certification. Um, you know, you have safe, like uh, scaled agile, we call it for, for business members. So depending on what you want to do, um, look at the website, pick a, pick a course or a certification that you want to do in safe. And uh, definitely it, it will, it will stand out on, on your resume. Cause even regardless of what certification you do, if the organization is running safe as, as, as their agile, um, framework, right. Uh, when you have a certification, we, you know, it, 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 it reflects as if it reflects that you understand safe. So to bring mm -hmm. you to that organization, it's a lot easier because you become, it's easy to plug you in because like, okay, this guy, maybe he doesn't have practical experience, but they've done the safe course. They understand the framework, right? right, right. So they're more trainable. They're easily, uh, they'll be able to adapt in, in, in the implementation and the changes that we're trying to do. So definitely a bonus. Awesome. Sounds good, Aris. And uh, Danya, great question. Thanks for asking. Hope that helps. Uh, we have another uh, from Rizwana. So Rizwana says, how do agile coaches work seamlessly with project and program managers? Are there conflicts? Well, uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. So that, here's where we, we start, talk, start talking about frameworks and how we organize um, um, the program with the, uh, you know, with the rest of with the teams, right? So once again, it's about sort of, uh, you know, it's about organizing and, and having a, um, um, a, a, a framework where we, we organize, you know, the vision all the way down to the, uh, to the execution. So we have all levels working together. We, uh, you know, and everybody's part of the same uh, vision and the same uh, delivery mechanism. And, you know, we organize as coaches, we, we sort of act as coordinators too. And facilitators, so we organize these weekly, bi-weekly meetings with you know product owners at the team level, all the way up to the program level. We, we involve the project managers because you know the project managers are there; they're in traditional roles, right? So you can't go in and fire all project managers, right? So how do we sort of um, uh, bring in these uh, project managers and, and sort of uh, transition them into agile, right? Mm -hmm. What are their roles? Um, so, you know, we work with, with all levels within the enterprise and we coordinate all the work efforts that are being done all the way from the vision down to the execution um, uh, with, with, uh, with, with different uh, business divisions, project managers, program managers, executives. So everybody becomes part of that one large sort of release that we're trying to do, right? And, and all the okay. stuff involves everyone. So from the VPs, to the team level uh, team members, 
everybody becomes part of the same uh, delivery uh, uh, platform, so to speak. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, so hope that answers your question, Rizwana, and thanks for your question. Uh, we have a comment here from Valerian. Valerian, how's it going? Good to see you on here. Valerian says, decentralized platform, uh, thumbs up, agile worked best in pandemic. <laughs> All right, okay, thank Yeah, interesting. Um, you see, it's funny because agile has always been about uh, co-location, right? So it's all about right. co-location, 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 and teams working together, sitting in the same room, uh, you know, getting rid of those uh, silo desks and and you know those these those old old style uh, cubicles that we had, right? And having open concepts. But yeah, the pandemic has changed a lot, and now a lot of the agile work, and and we're using a lot of tools now to do. The, to try to maintain the same type of collaboration that we would have in a co-located environment um, right. online. Okay. So just, just different ways of doing things. And it's a learning experience for us too, because it's all new for us. Um, you know, because this thing hit us like in March. Everybody yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody went remote in March. And so as coaches, we're still we're still learning. And it's it's yeah. it's adapting to how we can better coordinate online and what are the resources and and online tools that we could use to um, collab to get that collaboration done uh, more seamless between uh, between the teams. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So um, uh, and um, so so folks, keep the you know feel free to keep asking questions. But I'm gonna I'm, I do have a few more questions to ask Aris before we get into uh, you know the remaining and 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 kind of close things off. But uh, so Aris, I mean, what what trends do you see foresee in regards to agile and lean transformation projects? in the short term and the long term? Like, can you share some thoughts on that? So, uh, well, we, we currently have, uh, you know, uh, and when, I, when we talk about lean, right, uh, be, when one of the key aspects of agility is is removing um, waste, right? Mm. Uh, so that could be, that could come in any form. Uh, it could be, you know, we want, you know, proper code. We need, we need uh, good, good, uh, good code uh, moving to production, right? We want to have lesser defects, right? All these things right. waste, right? So long-term, Agile is, like I said, Agile is here to stay. Uh, more and more organizations at the enterprise level and the team level, at the project level, are, are sort of transitioning to Agile, right? So it's definitely a skill set that you really, or a mindset that you need to have if you want to be successful in today's uh, software development industry. <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, also, the other thing is about it's more we're moving more from project to product, right? Mm -hmm. So more and more organizations are being, are becoming more product centric rather than project. So the investments are being done in products rather than projects because projects they start at the end. Then what, right? Yeah. Products are evolving constantly, right? So yeah. long term, like I mean, you know, just look at an example of any app that we use. The app is one product. But we've been yeah. doing it for 10 years now, and new features yeah. and new functionalities and stuff keep getting introduced. So that product keeps the app keeps evolving over time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's that's there to stay, guys. Um, especially now with everything being digital and digital transformation being the thing now uh, for organization uh, organizations. Um, so long term, it's a combination of digital and agility together. And that's what's going to be the market mover, uh, you know, in terms of development, in terms of job prospects, everything. 
Okay, awesome, awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Aris. So, Aris, before we start wrapping this up, and we'll get into some more questions uh, shortly, but can you tell the viewers more about uh, you know yourself in terms of how do you help agile practitioners through your company and 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 through your training and all of that? Sure. So, uh, you know, uh, through our organization, we we work with uh, uh, multiple uh, different certifications in different frameworks, right? So, although I'm a safe uh, SPP. Um, you know, we have, I have affiliates who are, they work with PMI. PMI just aligned with uh, uh, with DAD, right? Disciplined Agile. And oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, you know, so, you know, we, we, we have affiliates who uh, provide DAD courses, people who are interested in those certifications. We have um, Scrum, you know, Scrum at Scale. We have SAFE. We have CSM, which is by Scrum Alliance. We have PSM, which is by Scrum Org. So, right. So my company, we uh, myself personally, I'm, I'm affiliated with different um, organizations with different um, uh, certifications and bodies, and people who provide these certifications. Right? So if mm. someone comes in and you know someone's interested in a specific certification, I can help guide them to uh, to the right person or the right organization who can actually provide them with that certification. Uh, also, I'm more than happy, uh, being an agileist myself, uh, to provide. Um, any sort of advice or sort of mentorship that somebody needs, more than happy. You can connect with me online or shoot me an email at consultant at leanagilist.net and I'd be more than happy to you know, help provide advice or career advice or advice on courses or just in general. So, um, uh, so yeah. Um, so, yeah, reach out to me if you, anybody wants to do any, any, any Agile certification. Please do your research first. You know, I don't I don't like to tell people what certification they need to be doing. Do your research, do what's best for you. And if you need some advice, you need to be linked with somebody <clears throat> who does provide these um, framework certification, I'll be more than happy to do that for you. Awesome. Amazing. Appreciate that, Aris. And yeah, folks, I mean, definitely make sure you connect with Aris. Very approachable. In fact, Aris is the one who reached out to me and said he really wanted to uh, be on this and, and share his knowledge and, and experience with everyone. So uh, again, very approachable, very friendly. Uh, make sure you connect with him, uh, which gets me into Aris. What's the best way to pe for people to connect with you? Like, would it be through LinkedIn or any other social media channels as well? Yeah. So it's either LinkedIn or just email. Okay. Okay. Got it. Uh, yeah, and your email is on uh, your profile, your LinkedIn profile, or um, no, it's on my website. So okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just put I'll put up your website again so that people who want to connect with you can do so. So that's uh, Aris's website, folks. So make sure you uh, feel free to visit the website. Uh, look up Aris on LinkedIn. Make and, and feel free to connect with him again. Very friendly, very approachable person, and uh, uh, clearly very very passionate about what he does, and, and happy to answer any any further questions you might have. Uh, so make sure you check that out. So without further, uh, and then, um, um, so I shared that. And uh, let's, yeah, one last yeah, sure, sure. Is for everybody uh, uh, who's watching this video and who's online or even afterwards, uh, if you're in IT and you're part of a, um, um, you know, are you looking for a job within software development or you're currently in part of a software development team, I would very strongly advise that, you know, you have a, an understanding of Agile, right, for your next job. Because once again, 90% of most companies are Agile. And highlighting that experience on your resume that you'll work within an Agile team will definitely, definitely give you a, a boost in terms of, uh, or an edge 
compared to other um, um, other applicants, right? But if you're already part of an agile team, I would I would I would recommend that you you highlight that, right? So it's not just your skills. Highlight your uh, being part of an agile team and the things you did uh, being part of an agile team. Mm-hmm. What were your contributions on that team? That's very important. That's what employers want to look at too, because uh, if they're going to be recruited you know, in a software development team, you're going to be you're, you're, you're most likely going to be part of an agile team, and they're going to see that okay, uh, fine, you're a great developer, you're a great Java coder, but what have you contributed in terms of um, you know uh, you know within the team? So highlight that agile experience and stuff that you've done as a as part of an agile team. So just a tip there. Because I've, I've gone through a lot of resumes. Uh, I've, I've been part right. of hiring, you know, team members. Uh, not a decision maker in hiring, but, you know, they've always sort of brought me into interviews to kind of look at what the candidate, if they're a good match with the existing team culture-wise and if they're knowledge of agility. So that's why I say this. Uh, so that's one part they also look at uh, when, when they're hiring developers, testers and stuff is, would you be able to be a good fit within that team apart from your skill sets? Got it. Okay, great tip right there. So, um, um, you know, make sure you may, you keep that in mind, folks. And uh, great, great piece of advice there from Aris. Uh, so, Aris, are you okay on time? Do you have time for a few more questions? Yeah, sure, sure. All right, perfect. So, we do have a couple more questions here. So, let me just go through this. Um, all right. So, Mumita asks, how do you bring in Agile at enterprise level as they are believed to work in smaller teams? Uh, sorry. Is uh, that... Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I think I understand the question. So, uh, it's agile. When we talk about agile, it's at all levels, right? We talk about agility. So, we have enterprise level agility, we have program level agility, when we have, um, you know, um, uh, team level agility, right? So, when you talk about smaller teams, you're talking about execution level. But agile starts from the top, right? Mm-hmm. Top down approach. So you need agility at the top where they make the decisions, where they sit there and say, okay, in the next two years, this is what, you know, this is what the market is. This is what we need to develop. This is the products we need to sort of take to market, right? And, and it's, it's all about value. It's value driven. So you want, you know, we focus, you know, the focus is on bringing the highest value to the market first, right? So that's where the agility starts. The first component of agility is, Defining what that um, what that value is with the stakeholders, with the business owners, and with what value do they want to bring to the market first? Once that's determined, and that's the first part of the building, then that switch down, trickle down to the program level, and then they bring all the uh, team members and teams and skills together on executing that vision of what you know of the um, of the value that needs to be uh, uh, brought to market. So yes, it's from the top; it's all the way down. When you talk about Scrum uh, methodology, that's at the team level, that's not at the enterprise level. But with enterprise level also, there's a lot of agility. There's We use Kanban boards, Canvas boards, stuff like that in determining you know, market value, um, things that are, you know, bring the highest ROI to the organization and stuff like that. So they want to do a lot of prioritization in terms of um, what they want to do as a, as a company. So agility starts there and then sort of trickles down to the team level. Okay, gotcha. And I uh, hope that answers your question, Mumita, and thanks for asking. Uh, we have Arvind here uh, who's asking, uh, what, what are some good resources apart from this show would you recommend to get started on the fundamentals of Agile? Uh, any recommendations there, Aris? Uh, 
once again, just uh, just basic understanding of Agile. There's a lot online, a lot of free resources. You do not need to enroll in a course and spend a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars in a certification if you just want to understand the basics. Uh, so you know, the resources are free, right? Uh, look at YouTube videos. Once again, if you go to any framework, the basic frame, uh, you know, framework or the you know the basic principles of Agile are the same regardless of framework. Mm -hmm. Right, so we have twelve different principles, four different values of agile. All that is same. Uh, it's 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 the same. So frameworks are built on this on this base foundation, right? right. So you know, read up on this stuff, and you know, get 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 familiar with uh, what is agile, and 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 you know, the different ways on uh, why are we doing. It. Most important is to understand why agile, right, rather than what. So just understand why Agile, why are organizations uh, adopting uh, Agile? Right? What, is in, what is the advantage of this Agile? Right? Stuff like that. So just try, you know, try, do some reading, try to get an understanding of, of these things. And, and, you know, and, then, and then once you, if these things interest you, then the next level would be to actually get into some, sort of, some form of certification. Right. Okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, so, uh, and great question, by the way. So hope that answers uh, your question. I believe it was Arvind who asked that. Uh, now we have a great question here from Magwesh. And Magwesh is, how do you spread an agile mindset in the company across different departments? And what is your strategy to co coach these non-IT stakeholders? Yeah, that's a very good one, yeah. So, um, so uh, sorry, Magwesh, uh, yeah. So Spreading the agile mindset, once again, that's the biggest resistance that we face as agile coaches, right? When we go into an organization. So our first first step is to understand where they are right now, okay? And to explain to them why, the concept, the, the idea, the idea of why are we trying to make these changes, right? And when we talk to especially non-IT stakeholders, we talk to them about value creation, okay? We talk about ROI because if I'm a non-IT stakeholder, I'm a program manager. I'm running a twenty million dollar program that I'm that I'm running. My 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 interest would not be in okay, what are the frameworks that we're gonna adapt, right? My yeah, yeah. okay, if you're gonna do this, how is it gonna benefit me, right? So we change that conversation. We set up, you know, we talk about bringing value. We talk about um, releasing value, we talk, about, we talk about high ROIs for business stakeholders. You know, we talk about minimizing their waste. We talk about, um, you know, releasing software production um, a lot faster, quicker in iterations rather than waiting for four or five months, stuff like that, right? So mm -hmm. that's how we work with stakeholders and changing or uh, for them to adapt, adapt the agile mindset, right? So it's, it's, it's different propositions for different people, right? At the team level, it's a different proposition. Uh, so you're, 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 you know, and and at the business level, it's a different proposition that you, um, that you have. Awesome, so, great, great. Sorry, please go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just, it's just understanding what motivates and what's in it for them, right? The first question: yeah. Okay, fine. You want me to change? Okay, what's in it for me? Why should I do this? Right. So as a coach. You have to have that strategy as okay, what it, what's in it for you? You can't just go there and say, okay, you know what? The CEO has said that we all need to do this transition and expect everybody to do it. It's not going to happen, right? So understanding the business models, understanding what they do first, and then coming up with these different propositions and models for uh, at, at different levels within the organization. 
Got it. Got it. Uh, makes perfect sense to me. And and you know what they say? Every, everyone's favorite uh, radio station is WIIFM, right? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Hope, hope that helps, uh, Magwish. And thanks for your question. Uh, we have a comment here. It's not a question, but a comment from Sandeepan. Sandeepan says, Agile is a mindset. It's not only for devs and QA, code deployment, business management. Everyone needs to be agile. So agile coach should be ready to break quite a few rigid thoughts. Uh, so thanks for sharing your thoughts there, Sandeepan. Anything you want to add to that, uh, Aris? No, I totally agree. And, and like I said earlier, right, we have to work at every level within the organization, right? So you can't just go down to the team level. Let's say it's, for example, a software development team and just try to sort of transition them, right? Mm -hmm. You can transition them, but then if you don't have support at their level on the top, then the whole thing just crumbles and breaks and they go back to what they were doing the old ways. So the yeah. mindset, like he's like he mentioned, he's absolutely right. Is not just for developers and QAs and all these people. It's at all level, right? And right. you know, and once again, it starts from the top. So if you if the folks on the top are not aligned, don't even think about you know trying to be an agile coach and trying to do that transition and transforming yeah. and all that stuff, right? They have to be aligned, and they need you need their buy-in. Right. So it has to start on the top and then it trickles down. Okay, got it, got it, gotcha. Uh, so uh, uh, let's see here. So Danya says, thank you so much, Dean and Aris. Hey, no worries, Danya. And uh, we have a question here, and we probably have time for maybe one more question or so. But this person, this individual asks, so what counsel do you offer to companies that want to scale back on organizational transformation during this pandemic? Why and should they continue on this journey right now? Excellent question. So, uh, you know, in fact, we have, you know, we've been busy, frankly. In fact, the pandemic has actually, um, the, you know, organizations are looking at scaling up now, right? Yeah. Because of all the remote work, um, Agile now uh, is the solution for them, right? So first, if they had about, let's say out of 100 teams, they had about 50% of the teams that were Agile. Now they want the rest of the 50% to actually be Agile too, right? Because yeah. it's just bringing a lot more value um, and, you know, you, they're able, better able to organize and collaborate between the teams if they're actually uh, doing using Agile as a, um, as a methodology for, for, them, for themselves, right? Mm. So, in fact, so it's, 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 it's actually what we have seen is it's, it's the opposite. Um, agile teams are scaling up. Um, you know, remote work is increasing. Um, actually, in fact, it's, it's a great thing because now there's a lot of off offshoring the team, you know, companies don't care now. They'll hire people in any part of the world because they're remote. Mm. Now, how do yeah. you bring yeah. all these people together and work in a, uh, you know, cohesive and uh, collaborative way is okay. Let's, let's have, let's have agile coaches. Let's have scrum masters and let's have these people organize these teams, use the right tools, use the right ways and in, in, in actually bring these, uh, these teams together. So it's actually been the opposite, to be honest. And the ones that are actually looking at scaling back, uh, my advice to them is so far, you know, uh, you've spent a lot of money in the transition and the transformation. Uh, either you've brought in a lot of agile coaches or consultants or either like, you know, the big four um, in doing the, the transformation for you. Just mm -hmm. the pandemic, why would you want to sort of move all that, all that investment that you've made so far, right? Uh, want to sort of keep moving forward until you reach that optimal level that that you, you know, that you desire as an organization, right? So, you know, invest a little bit more money 
and get to that optimal level rather than lose everything that you've invested uh, to date. Awesome. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And I think that question was, was from uh, Kishore. So Kishore, thanks. That was a great question. And it uh, looks like Kishore did uh, uh, did say uh, thank you for a great discussion. Yeah, no worries, Kishore. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, so with that being said, folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I mean, uh, do you have time for one more question, Aris? Please go ahead. Okay, excellent. So we have a question from Dina. So Dina says, "Hi, all. Sorry, I'm late to the party. Hey, no worries, Dina. Uh, been busy since morning. Uh, okay, I have one question for Aris. I'm being positioned for BA roles on the business functional side. So how would you advise me to apply agile concepts in my past experience after watching some YouTube Udemy videos about agile?" Uh, thanks. Excellent, excellent uh, uh, question, Dina. So th this is very close to my heart because I used to be a BA too, right? So, right, right. so, 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 Dina, what, what, with uh, you know, when we transition teams to agile, uh, the traditional BA role no longer um, is relevant. Okay. Now that does not mean that the, the business analysts are 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 made redundant, right? You 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 wear the hat of a product owner. So now instead of writing business requirements and you know 300 pages of business requirements with uh, multiple versions and stuff, you need to understand how to write stories. So the BAs are now wearing the PO hats, right? That's the new title for the BAs and uh, in, in agile uh, projects and uh, teams. And so you, 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 you need to very quickly understand how to act as a product owner, how to gather these requirements from you know, other set of uh, stakeholders, um, how to write user stories is very important. Um, I strongly advise if you do a course as a, a product owner course, uh, which will teach you exactly how to write user stories, acceptance criteria, and, and all that good stuff, right? So you're just transitioning, you're changing your role, you're, you're wearing a different hat now, you're moving from a traditional role as a BA to a PO, product owner, mm -hmm. and in sort of writing requirements, now you're, you're sort of writing stories, right? And it's nothing but, you know, it's just, you know, taking those requirements and breaking them further down and, you know, being making them more granular and writing stories uh, based on acceptance criteria, right? So great question. Uh, read up a little bit about the product owner role. And as a BA, you will transition. I can guarantee you pretty much if, if the company or your team is going to go agile, uh, you will be wearing a PO hat. So. Got it. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much for that, Aris. And Dina, hope that answers your question. So with that being said, folks, I'm going to wrap this up. And uh, Aris, thank you so much, uh, you know, for, uh, uh, you know, your time. I think Aris uh, mistakenly uh, disconnected himself there. But uh, thanks so much for your time, Aris. And, and thank you to all of you who tuned in uh, for this uh, segment. So really appreciate that. So if you want to connect with Aris, again, uh, I highly recommend you connect with him over LinkedIn, folks. And... Uh, uh, you know, he's, he's very, he's, he's active on LinkedIn. You can connect with him there and, and then uh, you can connect with him on your website. I think he came back here. So, uh, apologies. Yeah, 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 no worries. <laughs> that was, that was a clear, that, that was a perfect ex real life example of some agile going on right there, folks. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, I was just wrapping things up Aris. So thanks so much for your time. Uh, really yeah, appreciate you. you. Uh, yeah. Great questions from everyone. And please reach out if anybody has any questions or need some advice or anything of that sort more than happy to connect awesome awesome sounds good aris and uh thanks everyone for tuning in appreciate it and again make sure you connect with aris and uh, hope everybody got a lot of great information out of this session and uh we'll continue putting out these types of uh, conversations out there so thanks everyone and uh, thanks again aris everyone have a great day thanks Ian. thank you
Enjoy it. Bye now.